Uh, Dan Dibley from 95.7. The game joins us from San Francisco. Not here to talk about Lance Armstrong. No. He's yesterday's man, Dan. You are not. No, 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 I'm not. And uh, I was thinking, gentlemen, what if they just put the steroids in the flares? Wouldn't that cut out the middleman for all of the uh, inhaling they're doing up there on the path? You're right, it might be. You actually might have uncovered the great Save This Fuel radio show tomorrow, Dan. That might be the best drug theory I've heard in sport, that that's where they're hiding the drugs now. <laughs> You're going to get a job at Belco. This is amazing. There we go. Now, there you go. There we've actually spoken go. to Dan when he's, he's out on the golf course. So I believe he's just parred the third. So we'll get to you about the Open pretty soon. But we wanted to know uh, that the World Cup of Rugby Sevens is on in San Francisco. And I know a couple of our players from New Zealand were like, um, I was walking down the street and someone recognized me. It was really weird. Um, are you aware that this is on? Yes, boy, am I aware. And, and the buzz, really, gentlemen, is starting to build now with the tournament starting in less than 24 hours in San Francisco. As you travel through downtown San Francisco, you see a lot of dot-com groups of people, but now you're seeing people in rugby gear, and you have to wonder why. So people are starting to understand that not only is the rugby going to be played in San Francisco, but it's a major event. And when you start to look at the sevens format, it might be the most perfectly American thing ever created short attention span check violence check a lot of points check again i think that this is a perfect event and as it begins to roll out you're going to see more and more people get on board here and it's single elimination just like the wwf all of those years ago yeah. wrestlemania yeah let's just put up barbed wire and cage them in and let's go at it and you guys are going to see at&t park at its finest we know it's a great baseball stadium they've played college football there, even a fledgling pro game many, many years ago. But I think you're going to find that the rugby pitch fits just about perfectly there, especially for the sevens. Now, we've had a, uh, a listener who's texted in uh, just asking, how come they didn't play it at the new 49ers stadium, which I believe is what, Levi, Levi Stadium, I think? I think it comes down to the cities, you know, because that's Santa Clara, and that's a good, let's say, 60 kilometers away for your audience. So. Right. You don't have the same sort of downtown San Francisco feel. NATO, I think you've been to the city, and I don't know uh, about how many times, but when you're here, everything is so close. It's only seven by seven in miles, the entirety of the city, and it's got 800,000 people almost. So when you're in San Francisco, you can get to any number of different places. So even though uh, the, the Niners Stadium, Levi's, is much bigger, this fits, I think, the profile of what the event wants to be, which is basically just a fun time out. Well, I, I hope that maybe the Dibley family can get along uh, to this. You can use your press credentials, show up at the door, do a do you know who I am, uh, and, and get on in there and see it. And maybe take your uh, your workmate, Lorenzo Neal, who was a running back there in, in, in football and see what he makes of uh, of the sport itself. They, they reckon that it's like running a 1,500-metre race is what it does to you um, aerobically. Yeah, and all that with tackling and, and cutting, and it's basically like playing a game of soccer mixed with American football, but the one caveat being everybody on the pitch has stolen something and everyone else is out to get you. <laughs> I guess it's a little different in this sense, though, Dan, that the event goes for an entire day. Now, we know a baseball game can go three to five hours, the yeah. same for American football and basketball. You guys like to spend a lot of time at your stadiums, but this thing can go for an entire day and then you can come back the next day too. Yeah, I was just looking at the schedule, actually, and uh, 22 minutes for each match. So basically three an hour. They've got 16 scheduled the first day. So that's five plus hours, likely closer to six. 
And I think it's perfect for the American audience because you can watch a game 20 minutes and then you can go maybe grab a slice of pizza and a beer and maybe miss one so you you don't see Tonga or perhaps you miss out on Kenya if they made the draw. Certainly you don't want to miss the the Kiwis at all. So that, that one you lock in. But otherwise... Maybe you bob and you weave and you see 10 of the 16 and then you catch a cab home and you wake up and you, you start drinking all over again. Yeah, there you go. Seven minutes each way. I like that. Eh? Seven minute halves is what they've got there for sevens. Hey, Dan, uh, it's been a, a big week of going on of trades and all that that you've got there in your American sport. You've got a, a big one in the baseball with that. But really the one that's that's hit on a lot of people over here is Kawhi Leonard moving up to Toronto. Your thoughts on that entirety and how it played out? I think the Spurs actually got about as much as they could have from Kawhi, considering the fact that Kawhi had said that he doesn't want to play anywhere really other than Los Angeles. So Toronto's getting him likely as a one-year rental. Now they hope that maybe they'll use Drizzy Drake and other Toronto celebs. Maybe they can woo him. Maybe Kawhi and Drake become besties and he decides to stay long-term. And remember, guys, he can get $55 million extra if he decides to stay in Toronto, they exercise his bird rights. They can give him an extra year and pay him more. If he leaves and goes to the Lakers, he'll have to settle for, quote-unquote, just $140 million. Yesterday, I think I'm right, am I, Dan, in saying it's the only day on the sports calendar where none of the pro four sports go at each other, and you had the ESPY Awards. Is it a big day in the United States? Are these thought of as being particularly prestigious at all? ESPN tries to make you think that it's a big day, and they do a really nice job with their award show now with Jim Kelly, the former Bills quarterback, and his emotional speech as he got the Dickie V Award. And, of course, the the victims from the Michigan State atrocities all took to the stage, and that was a powerful moment. But the sports world itself kind of takes a collective sigh of sorts until Wednesday night when you gear up for the Open Championship. Yes. What are you making of the Open Championship? I'm disappointed in Dustin Johnson. He's ruined my my entertainment purposes, Dan. Oh, I, that was the guy I was about to uh, advocate for. Quietly, I think that this is a field and a, and a course where if the conditions stay docile, maybe Tiger can hang around and, and make it an interesting weekend. I know he, he struggled a little bit late, as did Jordan Spieth. It's always fun to watch the Open Championship, particularly at Carnoustie with the crosswinds, because one slight change in the forecast can wreak havoc on virtually everyone. Well, Dan, uh, we know that you're out there on the course. You're battling yeah. conditions. You're battling your own game. The short game's kind of up and down. We wish you all the very best for today. And when you go to the ballpark for the uh, sevens, take it easy on the tricolored corn chips. They're dangerous. Is that right? <laughs> Will do, gentlemen. You're always there for me.